welcome you to the zeroth episode of Eden Spotlight. I'm Sneha Venila. I'll be the host for today's session. Today we have founder and co-founder of Eden, that is Abhishek and Vivek. So guys, please introduce yourselves. Um, yeah, uh, I'm Abhishek Nagaraja, and I'm the founder of uh, Eden, that is e-designing and marketing, and I'm also the director of Abhiya Solutions Private Limited. Uh, hello, Andy. This is Vivekananda Gavini. I'm a second year at uh, IIRE. I'm a CS Cybersecurity student. I'm also the co-founder and a director at Aviha Solutions. And yeah, I'm a fourth year student of Aviha. So Abhishek, as you are the founder of Edam, so I would like to ask you, how did it all start for you? And as you have reached so much for now? Well, uh, the journey starts in my ninth class of my schooling. Uh, I used to be a game developer. I got introduced to game development and I used to work with uh, a few of my friends back then. We used to develop games in Unreal Engine. And in ninth, uh, we participated in an event called Game Jam Titans, and uh, we didn't win that time. So we wanted to get better, and we wanted to try it again uh, in our tenth class, and we did, and we did win uh, that year. We came second, uh, top highest in the whole Hyderabad region. We were against sixty-four other teams. So that was my first step, you know, getting into a, uh, you know. Uh, into the development or software part of my career i was very interested and i wanted to pursue my career in game development so and then after uh, my 10th i i asked my parents like you know how do i pursue my uh, career in game development they said you do that in engineering so then i got to know about engineering so but to get into engineering i had to do my intermediate so i got through my intermediate uh, it was very tough because of the mcet preparation or mains preparation i did not even get time for me to prepare or get better in game development but once uh, after my <laughs> intermediate i when i joined my engineering and iare and then i was like you know now i have to get back to game developing because that is that after even after 2 years i still wanted to become a game developer so i joined after joining my engineering and after coming uh, you know i started speaking to some faculties uh, to some seniors and like you know i asked them how to get into game development etc 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 and they were like Uh, you don't have they don't teach you specifically uh, specifically uh, to learn how to develop games so then i was like uh, okay i'll file talk to my seniors there might be a game developer somewhere well there weren't uh, i like i did speak to like fourth and third years and then i was like uh, and then i did a few uh, a little bit of research and at the same time i even got uh, introduced to application development and i was like Uh, I spoke after I I did speak to my friend, dad's friends. I used to talk a lot about game development with anyone I find, and then they were like, "This is what like application development is what happens in uh, service-based companies, employed-based companies." And then I started researching. I started talking to people, and then I understood that all the applications in our mobiles or laptops or everything we use is actually an application, and people develop it, and that is how people make money, or it's like the highest-paid job in Hyderabad or. Uh, other places so then i got introduced to application development and then i went searching for app developers in my college well sadly there were only two to three developers and i was very confused i'm in an engineering college and there are barely few developers uh, in our college and uh, i i i was not getting any help so that was stuck in my mind and i did my first year of engineering corona broke out uh, i came back after second year second sem and suddenly on march 15th of 2021 yeah i got an opportunity my hod called me uh, into a staff room and couple of other people 
and I got an opportunity to start a club. At that point of time, I did not even know what a club was. I didn't know what kind of clubs even exist in other colleges, nothing. I just got an opportunity in front of me to do something about it, to use it. So yeah, I took that opportunity. Uh, EDAM was the name, which we just, I don't know, surprisingly got it and stick till now and we have been using it uh, till now. So yeah, as I said, the full form of EDAM is e-designing and marketing. There's a reason behind it. The actual reason is when you start working on an application, it's first write down the requirements and then first thing is you design it and then you develop, secure, test, deploy uh, and then the last one, the last thing which you do after development and deploying is you start marketing, you start selling the application for the people to download. So marketing comes in the end. At that point of time, this is what we knew, so that is why we get the name EDAM. And yeah, so that was the start of my technology career. So my main aim was to increase developers and designers in our college and I can happily say that after one and a half year or one year or something like that, we did increase the number of developers in our college, designers in our college, cybersecurity enthusiasts in our college, cloud enthusiasts in our college, digital marketers in our college. Yeah. So, Vivek, uh, what is your story behind being the co-founder of uh, DAM and what has you, what has motivated you to be DAM? Uh, so, I was always this driven kid. If not driven, I was always an inquisitive kid, kid even from my childhood. So, uh, I was in love with computers. So uh, when I when I got into my twelfth, that is when I started freelancing. So I got I learned how to build uh, build websites. I I started freelancing as a WordPress developer. Although I was making money, uh, I've understood that I wasn't enjoying the process. So the process was not enjoyable for me. Then I figured if I'm not going to enjoy a process, doesn't matter if I'm earning money, I won't sustain in it for the long run. So then I started uh, looking at other fields. Uh, cyber security was something that was very close to me even when I was a kid I've always had my uh, you know my attention to it then I that uh, when I've realized that uh, web development wasn't working for me that is when I seriously considered cyber security as a career option then I started researching on it by my own this was happening when I was in my 12th uh, it was during the corona lockdown period so I had plenty of time in my hands to do the research so uh, I made myself a roadmap. I thought I'd stick to it. I'd ad adhere to it no matter what. Then I got into the college. Uh, I was determined from the first day I got into the college. I had my roadmap ready. I knew what I had to do. I just had to stick to it. Then in, the pro in that process, uh, in the introductions that uh, customary introductions that happen at the college, I came across EDAM. I actually joined EDAM. Uh, I, I filled an application for EDAM even before I got into the college itself. I knew about Adam through one of its social media handles or Instagram handle. So uh, there wasn't a field for cybersecurity back then. Although our college uh, had only then introduced cybersecurity, it wasn't present in Adam. So I worked closely with Abhishek in developing the security field, cybersecurity domain in Adam. So that is how uh, I came, uh, I, my association association with Adam started. Then. Uh, one good thing that has happened to me was we've got into internships. Uh, so Edam uh, had this really good company visit them, asking for looking for interns. So we've all of us, you, even you and I and Abhishek, we were working in the same company. So that is when I and Abhishek started working closely. We knew how we how each of us worked. Then Abhishek uh, had plans to expand Edam into other colleges as well because it has worked so well for us in IRE because. Uh, 
it all started when there were no developers in our college like he rightfully said we went from no developers to having a lot of developers and having a lot of practitioners in each of each of the fields that we had and also getting them into internships so this was progress he just wanted to take this to other colleges that is when i joined him as a co-founder we've been at it for the past several months we started out in october october 8 and we've been at it ever since so as you told edam started off as a club and now it is a community so when did you see when did you see yourself like changing to that phase that what made you think it had to be a community rather than a club actually when i started up as as i said before when i started up uh, it as a club i did not even know how to run a club i my only aim was to increase developers and after nine exactly nine months after starting the club as he said we got internships we got around uh, 15 or some 15 or so internships that time and when we got that internships it certified that we are making valuable we are increasing the number of developers and we are making we are doing something with ourselves we are adding value to ourselves you know we are changing we are we are, we are doing something which is not like it's not which is not normal and then i saw that like you know people were happy people because getting an internship that to a paid internships which where we get paid for our work was a really happy and uh, i was very happy about it and uh, like even the students who were like uh, committee members or uh, club members were a part of it and then we thought and then i used to i used to go to different different colleges like to you know talk to them talk to the technical clubs in those colleges etc and all the one thing which i found out was uh, either the colleges don't have the clubs or the colleges which do they are concentrating only on coding or programming they're not focusing on enterprise application development which are the actual technology which are business required outside these are the technologies which are running the business applications outside these are the technologies which people are working on applications outside but that was absent uh, in those colleges <clears throat> and uh, yes now uh, colleges do have gdses and uh, even microsoft i think but now uh, gdses are only concentrated on google technologies and yeah some clubs are taking their own initiatives for starting their own uh starting web dev and all but still they don't cover all the technologies uh, what i believe is if you join if you're joining an engineering college you want to become an engineer after 4 years i believe that you should as a student should be given a chance to understand all the technologies are outside and you yourself should try and figure out what technology you should pursue and then you have to grow your career on it get work experience and then get a better job because uh, in these 4 years it decides how much money we'll make for how much or how long and so many things depend on that and we were trying to do this in our college and we found a few things absent in other colleges and i thought this you know yeah, I, i would i would have regretted my uh, regretted in my life if i wouldn't have at least tried to expand what we did in iire in other colleges so that was one reason why uh, i i established edam uh, as a technical community of hyderabad uh we have students from 17 different colleges uh, right now we have 400 community members and we are working on nine different tech nine different technologies we have planned to increase more as much as possible we have impacted more than 300 students uh impacted as in they actually uh, are learning something and they becoming developers or designers or etc whatever yeah and we have work, we have uh, organized more than 50 plus events on our mainly awareness events and all Yeah. Yeah. So it's very important to spread awareness and 
even an opportunity to every student so that they know what is good for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one more main thing I want to add is tier one students have everything their college, their environment, their mindset, the mm -hmm. students, the competition. But tier two and maybe tier two, I don't know, but tier three students don't have that competition or environment or mindset. But because it, it doesn't matter if you're in tier one or tier two or tier three, you're spending four years of your time, you're doing the same degree, you're working on the same curriculum. But if you're not getting what you should get, and if you're not becoming what you have to become, that is a bad thing or a sad thing to be honest. Not bad, it's sad thing for students who are spending their four years, precious four years of 18 to 22 in these colleges and not realizing or getting awareness on those technologies to become what they want to become and make a career out of it. The problem statement we're trying to address here is very simple. See, what happens most of the times is, as many of them might already know, people uh, get into engineering colleges, they somehow go through it, they graduate, then most of them, I'm not talking about all of them, most of the colleges, most of the students in tier 3 colleges like ourselves, uh, they go through the engineering process. They try and learn a technology once they graduate, most of them here. So when they learn a technology, it could be in 3 or 4 or 6 months, they uh, the, the technology they get trained in is a technology they get placed in. They try and find a job uh, in that technology. But later, most of them might have a realization that they're not enjoying that technology as much. because there's no way one could tell if a technology or a field or a sector is worth uh, spending their entire life in for them until and unless they get their hands dirty in them. So the colleges that we have or the uh, environment that we have in college might not exactly encourage uh, having hands-on experience when it comes to industrial technologies right uh, today. Like Abhishek said, we focus on enterprise application development. So not many people uh, write in their colleges know how to work on any of the technologies. So that is where we thought there was a gap. We thought if a person could learn this, learn a technology in six months and get a job, why can't that person do the same in their first year or their second year? So if that person could learn a technology every six months, it would mean in span of four years, they'll be able to learn eight technologies, speaking technically, of course. So they'll at least have a chance to uh, test multiple technologies, see if it's worth trying. And one big problem that would arise if a person would like to learn that technology would be where to start and how to do it. That is where we come in. We simplify every process based on all the technologies that are available outside, where to start. You don't have to go searching for any YouTube video. You don't have to go or look for practical implementation. You don't have to download a course. What we also, what we do is the solution for that is we have created uh, this a project or program called 100 days of technology where our mentors or all the students who are learning who have learned who have experience in this technology have curated uh, 100 days worth of resources uh, and uh, all the projects and all the other information of that technology with mentors guidance and contact information and the mentors will be in contact regularly if a student is making progress so all the thing all the thing what a student has to do is if you're interested in a technology go pick it start uh, learning the technology you don't have to go search about youtube uh, when if, if, you, if you go search on youtube you'll find thousands of videos and you don't know where to start and if you, you don't know what exactly is the content being delivered to you from the technology uh, from the youtube video so basically at in a nutshell we save you a lot of time 
we provide you all the list of resources of technology with resources and mentor guidance and everything and you can just start your technology just like that so uh, basically when students when tier 3 students mostly we base, uh, we mostly depend on our college to teach us something and get into something but as in your story like mm-hmm. you have learned cyber security from scratch That's by true. yourself so yeah. uh what what would you say about that and how how important is consistency in that journey of uh doing getting somewhere uh if you ask me i really found it a very time consuming coming up with a lot of coming up with the proper roadmap because cyber security in its current form is a very uh, budding uh, industry or a nascent it, it's at a very nascent stage so there's no proper roadmap for anything so it took me a lot of time to understand the uh types of uh career roles involved in cyber security and also what they do and uh detailed roadmaps for each of those technology uh, each of those career roles when i found my uh passion that was penetration testing or application uh, vulnerability assessment i fo- i found that staying consistent really helped me because one uh, at times it feels as if we're entirely overwhelmed but whenever we don't give in to the feeling of uh, just giving up we can see progress all by ourselves i've i myself have noticed progress when i kept kept going through a course because what happens in my my field is you don't just go through a course and you call yourself a person that has knowledge in that field it is entirely about implementation you'll have to hack into networks you'll have to hack into machines in order for you to call yourself a, a cyber security professional or a penetration tester like me so uh, it the high that you get whenever you crack a machine whenever you spawn a shell that is unmatchable and i've clearly seen the difference when i was only trying to crack it or uh, uh, only trying to hack into an application without going through the proper uh, training for it and when i do it consistently and then try and hack the results were totally different i whenever i followed i followed a detailed or a guided approach or a systematic approach i found out that uh, the percentage of results that i have received they were much higher so i'd say being consistent and being uh, detail oriented and disciplined in your approach is very important uh okay to answer your question i personally don't believe only depending on college is gonna get you a better career because in your college itself we have thousands of students or hundreds of students you are competing with and in entire hyderabad will be having more just multiply by 10 or 100 so if you are just sticking to the college syllabus that won't get you anywhere so i personally believe that you have to work more than what college provides you and yes i agree with the consistency matter also because if you are not consistent you are not doing one particular thing at a regular period of time you will lose interest or you might and if you are losing interest you don't you don't uh, get to learn it properly and if you need motivation to learn something it's better you don't do it at all so right now the so that uh, there should be a reason for you to do something if you're learning operate technology for example web development or something have a reason for it or not before you start it like you know you, if you think that web development has is having good career that is a reason why to learn web development and that should be the reason for you to learn the technology consistently also if you lose interest in between that means well you're not doing it properly so it also scales down to whether or not you're liking what you what you're doing yeah because uh, like more, like people say it's not about the results the entirety of any result or 
is mostly the process mm-hmm. even uh, i when it comes to my field i'm sorry when it comes to my field uh, reconnaissance is the phase where they collect a lot of data about the machine so th- that phase is the longest of any hack or any uh, trying to get into a machine so if you whether or not you are able to sustain that phase is what decides if you are going to have a really good outcome mm-hmm. so uh, what really matters is whether or not you're loving what you're trying to do because the mat the process is going to be the majority of it and the result is only going to be very short and the result is going to be short lived because you'll have to soon engage in the process again so if you don't enjoy the process you're not in it for the long run and even knowing about the technology if it is working for you or not it should mm-hmm. be you have to keep a complete effort on that exactly. technology like trying it for some time and thinking it's not working for you that's also not right yes. so you have to come with your complete effort and then see if you're liking it or yes not. so now that edam is a technical community of hyderabad it not only focuses on technology it even focuses on entrepreneurship yes. as well and you yourself as your your entrepreneur for a very long time what are the milestones that you have experienced and what have you learned in the whole journey well i when i uh, first time i got introduced to the word startup or entrepreneurship was in august 2021 because that is when i started uh, planning to start my start my first startup and that was to create a social networking application for college students that was my first startup first application and because of that application only we got to know about other technologies and we increased our exp- uh, knowledge on technologies and all uh, well if you talk about milestones well the first milestone was obviously that starting it and the second milestone uh, and the second milestone was uh, we didn't continue the first startup because of some different reasons as in like we did not have the total knowledge of all technologies or we didn't have the proper team members there were different reasons and second milestone was also we starting different uh applications itself so as we were like going through a process of increasing the developers we wanted to uh, you know work on applications and you know build applications that was the basic thing so we started working on different applications such as college canteen applications and decentralized social networking application distributed ledger technology uh, so on this technology we were building but we didn't continue but right now to be honest to be uh, successfully uh, to be to say that successfully startup which i'm running the big, like the best milestone or the milestone right now is edam edam when i started was at a startup like we have different uh, revenue models we have been working on different business models we have been talking with incubation centers we have been talking with investors etc and all now i actually feel like uh, i'm working on a startup we have a very big team we are focusing on increasing awareness on technology and we are like you know so this is the major milestone you can say in my career in my entrepreneurial journey so uh, it's not easy to have a startup and to be running it and what is your driving force like that you're constantly working on edam and want to do something with it well uh, to be honest, if you ask me i would say that the reason why i even continued edam iri as a club is i saw people's life being changed i saw people working on something i saw people learning a technology getting internships getting paid for that i saw people's progress going through the roof that made me more happy i started networking with people i started talking to college students from different colleges when i was in my third year i was actually working in a company which like i know most of my friends in my college or class were like i, I don't think like you know mostly they were not doing that 
made me feel awesome. I felt like we are making progress, and we have been doing. And I felt like this is what should be should actually be happening. And in my college, I'm not being a narcissist, but I don't think anyone will or would have continued if I would not be doing me damn. So, so that um, is my driving force. I I like when people. I, when I when I see people progress going like uh, shooting, shooting up. up and that to Iram is the reason that is my driving force. So what would your driver? What is your driver? Uh, the thing I found really close to me is what I've believed in. That is, you don't know if a technology is good for you until you get your hands dirty, and I'm a testament to that. And when I came to know about Iram, Iram was functioning even before I entered to college. The uh, alignment was exactly the same. Iram was trying to impart the very same thing. Since the uh, since this is someone who's already trying to do what I entirely believe in, I thought uh, I'd give it a try, and it, it even gives me a high looking at people uh, you know, making better choices and informed choices. The reason why we are sitting here today and talking is also because of that. Right? Yeah. So uh, networking is something uh, that is not. Um, said out loud but is mm. very important uh, aspect of our life what is your take about it what would you say about it well networking is one of the biggest part of my career especially of edam and everything because of networking i know people from different colleges working on applications i'm working on their start even i'm working in their startups all the guests who are one of certain the spot that the main reason is networking and with networking, you can not only uh, get uh, get friends or you know etc., but also you can build your financial or business level even better. You can get a uh, you can I'm not gonna say personal branding, but yeah, it will help you become a better person. And you can do the things which you might feel it is not possible to do at some point of time also. So yeah, networking is important. Also, professionally speaking, it's a cutthroat world out there. Doesn't matter if you're the best in your field. If people don't know that you exist or people don't know that you have this amount of skill set, it amounts to nothing these days because you can't work until you're given an opportunity. But even if you're best at it and if people don't know about mm -hmm. it, what is the point? Exactly. It doesn't matter if you're the best at your technology, but if an opportunity is not given or if you yourself don't create an opportunity, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, networking is like people say uh, i know a guy networking is all about being that guy being the guy you be, being the guy that comes to people's mind whenever they think of something exactly so networking is very important when it comes to getting into getting opportunities or doing something for yourself so now that you are in a episode of spotlight hmm. we would like to listen to the founder and co-founder itself what is spotlight for you why are you why did you start it what was your vision Spotlight. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll just tell us first the story of why how we started, and then I'll tell you the reason why. So it was October seventh or something, sixth or seventh. Vivek kept a story, and I and Vivek became a really good friends like back from then itself. And he kept us Instagram story of a podcast. I don't know why. I just replied to that story like, bro, let's just keep a story. <laughs> let's just start a podcast. I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> And yeah, we just started. We just started talking about it, and I was like, uh, actually, that period of time, I met a guy, um, a guy's LinkedIn, uh, of in our college. Apparently, he's been building WordPress websites, and he's making money out of it. 
and I don't know about him. Many people, many people around in my network don't know about him. And I was like, you know what we should do? We should get these kind of people uh, to our uh, to our podcast and make sure they are heard. Mm-hmm. Because he is an engineering student uh, who is in the age of between eighteen to twenty-two, and he is using his skills to make money out of it. It's, it's not yeah, so that's an important thing. What I wanted others to know about uh, the general population of engineering students of Hyderabad. I wanted them to know about it. This is also there's this very common conception that whenever we see a successful person, we automatically associate themselves with a tier one, tier two college. Uh, we uh, automatically think they're from a really good college. That is why they they must have gotten into such a good position. But what what the reality is, there are so many people that have made ways for themselves from getting into tier three, tier four colleges, into the into success all by themselves. And these are the people that most people don't speak about. So we thought, since we were surrounded by so many, we personally know a lot of people. Since we were surrounded by networking, yeah, <laughs> networking. So uh, we thought these uh, this sto- these stories need to be heard because there are m- many of us that can't relate to a lot of people. When you see someone speaking about how they got through their entrepreneurial journey, we can't usually relate because we're not coming from the same place. So uh, since there was no one else or not many doing what we're trying to do. Thought we should give it a really good try. I also believe in the content a student absorb shapes their minds and activity and the person itself. Because uh, it's a known fact that people spend a lot of time on social media or watching TV shows or animes or whatever that is. They actually change their lifestyle based on that. And th- I thought this can be one of the ways where we can take advantage of social media to spread what we want to share, and that is. Increasing the awareness on uh, application development technologies, or uh, you know, trying to you know uh, how to gain work experience in different uh, in different ways because there are many different ways of gaining work experience, and it's very important to get work experience. Why a student should get work experience? Why should students should learn technology? Why should a student concentrate on their life or career right in their engineering? We were trying to do this for one and a half years through a form of a community. But we felt like we were not able to reach a larger crowd, and at the same time, we got like we got the idea of podcast, and I we realized that in this way we can reach out a lot of people at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that is the main reason why one of the main reasons why we started Spotify. Yeah, it's so, it's just our very humble effort of trying to bring out these stories and putting it out in the public. So in this podcast, what we are trying to do is we want to give those tech enthusiasts on the technopreneurs or uh like people who made out of themselves from tier two or tier three colleges who became successful by themselves who paved their own path we put them in front of uh, under a spotlight and we want them to share their story because that is when it will be relatable because they are from tier two or tier three and it's not that difficult even any student who any student from any college can do that it's a very unique part of uh, spotlight but um uh, there are so many students out there what would you say to them that would make them uh, listen to this podcast and like what is the unique thing completely unique thing about this spotlight okay so i would say that we are doing this for student by being a student so we, there's that relatability factor again that is the first relatability factor and i know as in with my experience i know what it is to spend 4 years of my life have regrets and have not have no regrets i don't want people to regret something after 24 because 
because I really believe that 18 to 22 is the time where you have to fail or you have to make mistakes. Uh, but people are not even working towards that. Like not people, some people, most of the people are not working towards to even fail or make mistakes. And that and, and that is what we'll be talking about here. The point is to try, and some people tried, and we want to bring those and they tried and they succeeded. So we want to bring that those people. We we will not uh, we'll get those people over here. We will talk to them about their stories. We'll try to use that as an inspiration to motivate our listeners. So that is our unique factor. Yes. That's, that's it for today's session, I guess. Thank you guys for this great talk. Thank you, Sneha. So, yeah, you can find our podcast on various streaming platforms like Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or Apple Music. Apple Music. So you can find it over there. And yeah, this was Spotlight, uh, sharing dreams to your and our